Hey Derby world, welcome to Derby Chat with All For Him Racing videos, where we sit down and chat with those making an impact in the sport of demolition derby. And today I am sitting down with Devin and Christy Germain. Welcome guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. So why, why do you think people would want to hear from you guys about derby? I don't know why they'd want to hear from us, but <laughs> we are uh, doing what we can to make an impact in the derby world. Love it. Love it. So these guys are from Ontario, Canada, of all places. We're sitting down here in Cumberland, Maryland, and you guys are really changing the game, I think, up in Canada, trying We're to trying bring best. some different varieties to the shows that you guys are promoting, right? Absolutely. Trying to bring in some new classes, some new rules, even new starting features, as much as we possibly can to shake things up a little bit. Love Refresh it. it. Love it. So I'm just going to ask you guys some questions here. We're going to just kind of try to get to know you guys a little bit more and um, see what we can learn about with you guys. So um, can you guys tell me when you were you first exposed to Demolition Derby? And maybe we'll start with you, Christy. So my first exposure to Derby, besides like, you know, not really paying attention to it, going to fall fairs and all that in Ontario, my first real experience was when I met Devin. And uh, when we started dating, the first thing he said to me was, I'm a Derby driver and I build Derby cars uh, from basically August till October. And if you can't handle that, then we don't, this won't work out for us. <laughs> and I was like, that didn't last long. Yeah, that didn't last long. Now all of a sudden it's building it's from round. July to December or January to December. So, so this is still kind of new for you. You weren't like born and raised into it. Not at all. It's only been 10 years now that I've been in involved with anything Derby related with since wow. Dev and I've been together. That's pretty wild. Yeah. How about you, Dev? Well, my dad derbied for most of his life. He started off doing the uh, enduro racing and then got into the derbies. And then I was born right into it. So I got baby pictures of me sitting on hoods of derby cars and all that. So it's pretty cool. And that's awesome. So yeah, I was pretty much born and raised you in Demolition Derby. You smash your, your oh, yeah, Hot I Wheels. I smash the Hot Wheels, make them look like derby cars. Like, <laughs> I want to look like dad, right? Like, do you have any Hot Wheels left over from your childhood? Oh, That's definitely not. <laughs> Is all, all the chips painted, you know, chipped away and all oh, that? Oh, yeah. Sit in yeah. the basement, smash them against the wall. Like, they're all junk. That's funny. Funny. Uh, so what was your first car? The first car I ever ran was a 97 Pontiac Sunfire. And how did that come to be? Did you did you, you pick that up yourself or did your dad pick it up for you? No, I, I found it online and uh, me and my dad went out and picked it up. He drove it home. <laughs> which oh, wow. we didn't have a trailer or anything at the time. We used to actually use a, a we used to flat tow everything most of the time. And really? So yeah, that got old pretty quick. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, uh, and have you ever been in the driver's seat, Christy? I have, uh, I have a bigger trophy than Devin. Ooh. Mine's the biggest in the house. <laughs> Mine's the same size. <laughs> um, so I actually, my first derby car that I ever ran was a Lumina. Oh, sorry, okay. no, it was a Neon. It was a standard yeah. Neon. And uh, that was the very first derby car I ever ran was a Neon, but I graduated to Luminas and they're my favorite. So that's what I like to stick with. Nice, now how often do you like to run? Uh, well, I ran, uh, I've ran about five. I have- uh, It's like one a year. Yeah, one a year. I have, a, I, have I think, what, four top three finishes? Yeah, you <coughs> finish top three every time you ran other than, uh, than the Neon, I think. Yeah, so, nice. you know, just try to take after him a little. All right. The bar was set high. <laughs> <laughs> So can you guys tell me a little bit about maybe some people that have influenced you in the sport along the way? Cause I, obviously you, this is your whole life. Yeah. So my dad was a huge influence to me, getting me into the sport. And then once I finally got into it, the way things were built back in his day compared to now, it's miles apart. Mm -hmm. So when I first got in, I was very underbuilt, 
I basically moved the tank battery. That's all I ever did. Never even took bumper covers off or anything. Used plumbing strapping and rope to build the cars. <laughs> so after two or three runs, I got a lot of inf or, uh, guidance from BJ Haining. Hmm. He took me under his wing, helped me quite a bit. And then Reg Bonneau has also been a very huge help, giving me a lot of build advice and ring advice. And yeah, so I've had a lot of influence from a lot of great local drivers. That's awesome. My influence is a little bit different because I have gone more on the side of getting involved with, um, you know, the media side of things, right? Mm -hmm. So my how I broke into the Derby scene kind of thing was from Chris Marquardt. Okay. Um, writing for Derby Inc. magazine. I jokingly oh. contacted him one day as a thing to Devin saying, well, there's a magazine. Why don't I write an article and put you in it kind of thing, right? So I contacted Chris and he's like, yeah, write an article. And Chris and I forged an amazing friendship that way. And I wrote for five years that oh, yeah, we wrote for Derby Inc. And wow, traveled all awesome. over and kept and, and did like a little section of Derby North yeah. in uh, Derby Inc. So it was really, um, that was the jumping point for me to get involved with a lot of the U.S. side of things. Uh, getting involved with Jeremy Gully on the Northeast Demolition mm -hmm. Derby page. And I admin that and, you know, helping out with a lot of stuff in the U.S. And then uh, dealing, you know, dealing more and more with all the promoters in the U.S. And, and seeing some of those people. And Jeffy, huge, huge help and influence with things for myself and mm -hmm. same with Devin. So Yeah, especially with helping helping me think outside the box with yes. a lot of the crazy stuff I have, I have in mind. <laughs> yeah, Devin, Devin believes in, in doing what he thinks doing is Doing stuff impossible. that's never been done before. Doing the impossible, and then oh, I start. Oh, we've seen that on social media. Yeah, I start trying to figure out how to do it, and we contact Jeff, and Jeff, Jeff puts makes it in it place. Happen. He makes it happen. So that's probably one of our biggest, uh, along with everyone that Devin mentioned. So, so what is it about the social media aspect that enjoy that you enjoy so much? Um, I think it's just a way to get information out there and and, and gather information. To me, stay it's really important, and stay too. in. That is the thing, especially in this time of of age that we have with the pandemic and stuff like that i think being able to stay connected still and feeling like you're still connected with that huge family that we have like yeah you know we can't see all the time right we don't get to see people like that and we and we adore them and miss them and, and people that that are huge mentors to us like even like alan mcneil out of dunkirk area yep. like he's just he's just such a heart and and i remember the first time Devin won his mad dog award at bash for cash he was the first Al one on the track alan mcneil was the first one down there and you just don't oh, wow. realize how these people follow you and, and, and see you and, and by getting that social media stuff out there, it really helps kind of elevate that. Um, like even yesterday, Devin got pulled aside in the tech barn here and, and someone came up to him and said, I, I need to talk to you. And Devin's like, about? And he goes, I just want to let you know that you inspire me. Wow. And to have people say that, and, yeah. and I we didn't even know who he was. Yeah, he's like, I want to do something completely outside the box like you did. He's like, you did the V8 and Illumina. I want to do something one better. Wow. I'm not going like, to spill any secrets because yeah, I'm hoping he does it because yeah, I really want to yeah. see it happen. But, to, but to the fact that I gave him ideas to, again, do something that's never been done before, I love that. Yep. And yeah. you gave him the confidence that he knew he could take it that It can on. be done, yeah. exactly. Anything can be done. It and takes to time me, and creativity. And to me, that's part of the social media aspect of it. So you have people that know who you are or we know who they are because of that social media aspect. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really kind of a neat thing to then come to an event like this and get to meet people that 
you're like, I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, I see you on social media. And it's, it's really cool that way. You have a, a larger family. Yeah. And I can tell you guys have great engagement on your posts too. You can tell people know your heart. Yeah. Or we, your well, passion for the sport. Thank you. That's, that's important to us. And that's, you know, we love promoting other people. Like when, you know, even when you were trying to push and, and get the more subscribers for your show and stuff like that putting that out there and having people join like it's all about growing the sport and, and growing, growing the awareness we like to also push and promote our fellow drivers too right that mm-hmm. some people don't really have a name for themselves we just kind of push them push them in the right direction and now mm-hmm. like just for example pat dallas like he was he ran his local shows all the time and now like we've kind of taken taken and joined in with him right under our wing kind of yeah. thing and now he's he's a big deal yeah. Like Pat Dells is a Everyone big deal now. Everyone knows who Pat Dells is. Like you go to Bash for Cash and you see Pat roll on the track. You go to Mini Meltdown, you're like, ah, oh, we're getting junked. Yep. <laughs> so, I love filming him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he pulled into Bash, he parked beside us the first year. We had no idea who he was. And he comes out and he's like uh, reefing on his car. And Devin walks over and goes, do you need a hand? And that was our friendship that with was from there. Started working on him. Yeah. Wow. That's so, wild. Yeah. I'm not going to have him out there working out there by himself. Yeah. You don't travel all the way to Bash for to do it by yourself no now how often do you guys travel to events like that are outside of uh, canada <laughs> all the time all on a normal year like on a normal year we're at least at least once maybe twice a month sometimes three times a month sometimes wow. every weekend it's almost yeah. every weekend yeah yeah it, well that's pretty much our life that's yeah. our social life that's our vacation is just derbies so how do you balance that with the promotion side of things or are you still <laughs> trying to figure that out well we're still trying to figure that out we're trying to figure that out this will be our first full year promoting and uh and trying to still remain a driver because like, i i'm not ready to hang it up i can't yeah. stop wow and that keeps you i think that makes you a better promoter that makes you a better tech guy as well because you need to you, be up with you got to be up with it yeah otherwise you fall behind in this board that one it year changes. to the next year people figure stuff out oh, oh yeah. absolutely everything changes from show to show even like yeah again i'm seeing things in this tech bar i'm like i've seen a lot of this done before one thing I haven't seen done before. I like it. It's creative. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, again, it's one thing that the sport never stops growing. It never stops evolving. So you need to be up to date. And that, and I think that's a that's a good sign that our sport is not dying because there are 100%. people out there that believe that our sport is dying. Yeah, absolutely. And not. I, I I believe the exact opposite. I've never seen it growing the way that it is. It is. It's Demolition growing Derby exponentially. is huge. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's. I don't know. I think it's. We're here at TJ's Dead Man Show, right? He's changing things up by doing yep. things just a different way. Absolutely. You know, and it keeps keeps things fresh. It makes the sport fun again. Instead of going to your county fair, that mm-hmm. was always the same thing exactly. every year for the last people, 20 the years. Same rules, the same 30 cars. Yep. And the yep. same winners. Yep. I mean, yep. we we all know that we hate that. Yep. Unless yeah. you're the guy that wins, I guess. But well, exactly. Uh, and it's not to downplay what those guys do. I know that takes a ton of effort, but well, at the same yeah, time, it's just not... And the thing is, is that I think that changing it up a little bit, it brings a few people that have always been afraid of running their local show because they see the same winners, the same top five guys yep. that are in the in the finishing positions, right? In, and yeah. they, they feel a little intimidated. Like, well, why am I going to go run? I'm not going to yeah. win. I'm not going to do this. And, and that was shaken up where it's not just your locals here. Like TJ was saying, there's over 16 different states here. Yep. All fighting for that same money. Like that is huge. Yeah, I got, there's some people out here in the pits that came all the way from my hometown. 
you know, and I drove over six and a half hours to be here. Yeah. So it's yeah. amazing. It is. We have people coming to our shows from Quebec. So it's like a seven hour drive. We have people that there's a lot of guys in the U.S. that want to come up and run our show. But unfortunately, with the border closed right now, we can't do that. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that point and it'll be nice and we'll welcome them. A hundred percent welcome anyone that wants to come and run our shows. That would be so cool. And I, I definitely would love to get up there and film for you guys. Oh, we'd love, we'd love to have you. Awesome. All right. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. But um, what would be a piece of advice that you guys would give to somebody who's looking to get started in the sport today? You don't need all the big money parts. If you're just getting into the sport, don't just throw money at it. It's not going to make it a good car. The most important thing you need is time in the seat. Okay. You can. I know guys that have been driving for 30 years. I could literally strip the windows out of the car in the parking lot right there. I guarantee you he would have it in the top three. Yeah. Seat time goes a lot further mm -hmm. than the parts. And when you're building a car, the most reliable things are you make sure everything's neat, tidy, and clean. Your fuel system and your electrical are the most important things. It's not always the biggest, baddest bumper, the most aggressive tires, none of, none of that. Yep. You gotta be reliable before you can be strong. It's all the little things you spend. Yes. I, I've always heard it's like the 80-20 rule. You spend 80% of your time in the last 20%. Yep. And that's Absolutely. the way it should be. It's all the little stuff that you do that makes the derby. All your nitpicking. Yeah. And actually, Jeffy in his seminar that he gave at the expo, we talked very that. much right there. I mean, yep. zip ties, yep. I buy it by the bundle. Yep. Well, I buy them by a bag as big. Yeah, and people look at my car, they're like, dude, what are you doing with all those zip ties? I'm like, none of this is going to move. It's yep. all clean. It's all organized. I know where everything is. Yeah. Yep. You know, I was going to allude to that, that if, if anyone wants any piece of advice, go and watch your video uh, for Jeffy for the expo, because I think that is the best piece of advice that anyone can It also can gives give. you a lot of good in-ring advice as yep. well. Yeah. Yep. Hootalo. Hootalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything, anything else? Like any um, any classes you might recommend somebody to get started, or do you think it not really, doesn't really matter? Um, I always recommend breaking out into a stock class because, again, I'm trying to push seat time more than spending time in the garage welding. Yeah. Like, like I said, you don't need all that time. Start with the stock, get experience with it. Like, even if you're just getting out for your first time, you don't want to spend all this money and then you get out there and you don't like derby at all. Yeah. Because then what do you do with all that stuff you spent all your money on? It's yep. never worth as much as you paid. Because we've had, we've had friends among the, along the years that we've put them in a seat. And they did not like it. Yep. I know they, people they're still in the pits every time yep. helping us out, yep. but they'll be at every show, but they do not want to be behind the wheel. Yeah. We had a buddy that helped us for a number of years. We put him in the seat and he broke three ribs. Yeah. I'm like, I've been doing this for so long. I never broke some, but you know, <laughs> Hey, it's not, not everybody's cut out for derby or don't nope. find as much fun in it, but every they just time, love it. every time I run, I break something. Yeah. She's fragile. She's not allowed to run oh, anymore. Geez. She breaks yeah. the bone every time she drives. Yeah. She's done. <laughs> yeah. I, she's drink more milk. <laughs> I have. I've broke a bone every single time I've I've competed, and Devin says I'm not allowed to no, run anymore. Even though my surgeon says I can. No, you're done. <laughs> I'm retiring for you. So I, I'm going to ask, and I like this question. I think it'll be kind of fun. See where you guys go with this one. Is there a common myth about Derby that you would like to debunk? My biggest common myth, and and when I tell people I like that we Derby or we promote. Um, is oh you guys are just a bunch of rednecks and I'm sure that Absolutely that's probably not. I'm sure that's probably like majority of derby drivers are like we are not just rednecks if you understood the science and if you actually looked into what is put into these cars like the when you're looking at and creativity yeah when you're looking at even like methanol setups and fuel EFI systems and computers and it, it's it's so involved in, in how much every driver every builder is practically an engineer 
Yeah. Like we're building something from the ground up every time. So when Devin builds, he builds his car, he's got his plan in mind. And I walk around the car and I look and I'm thinking, okay, well, if you get hit here, it's going to bend this way. It's going to hit this. It's going to hit that. There's a potential for this. And we kind of look at all that and you move things and you adjust things based on, you know, getting the measuring tape out, figuring out where bumper heights are and where Mm -hmm. they're going to hit the car and how the car could bend. And um, it's all just, it's not redneck. It's not something that is. And we know a lot of drivers that have like, very important high-class jobs like it's not just a bunch of hillbillies out there in the woods yes yeah like, there's true. some very important people that drive derby cars like it's not it it's for everybody it's not for your your redneck crowd yeah it's yeah. for everybody and it's a great family thing and people absolutely yeah and people don't see that and it's even like you have you know competition and and you know tension on the track as soon as you walk off the track it's gone and mm-hmm. you shake hands and move on and, and people don't see that side of things and i think that's well the just biggest. last night i was when we were while the show was running a driver got smoked in the driver's door it happens cars are zigzagging darting through each other like it happens all the time he got smoked yeah he got he red flag he got out at the end as soon as the heat was over he's over there shaking hands giving the guy a hug saying oh it's all good i it was an accident like that's yep. what you want like it's a complete mistake no hold, don't hold grudges. Yeah, get rid of the redneck thing. We're not rednecks. No, there's no, we we just no like need to have fight. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I can vouch for that. So for your guys' information, I'm actually a mechanical engineer by degree. And I can tell you that there's people that are way more in, ingenuitively mm-hmm. um, savvy than, than me that are involved in the sport. They would never admit it. Yep. But the thing that these guys can fabricate, oh. they understand how the metal bends, where to put the plates. I mean, that... There's way more science yeah. involved than people want to admit, but Absolutely. because it's so applied, they don't yeah. realize it. And that's the thing. And like, if you could tap into, if you could take a USB stick and tap it into Jeffy Schumann's brain. Oh yeah. My God, the stuff that you the would. Damn thing would blow up. <laughs> the stuff you would learn. Like in even all of these guys, like even like Jordan Rutherford and Rutz and all that. And you have Smith Metalworks and Casey Smith, like phenomenal minds like that can you can tell them something and they can fabricate it in their mind they already know and they're running with oh, it they pictured it before you even put yep. pencil to paper they found the table before you even stop describing what it was you were exactly. talking about exactly and yeah. they know exactly how to you know basically orchestrate the thing it's to built make right it. in their head yep That's they're ready awesome. to go yeah it's pretty cool so why did you guys want to obviously you've been a driver for many years yep. and you've been driving as well what made you want to make the switch to promotion? So, or what would, what? Because <laughs> we're insane. <laughs> yeah. So basically with all the COVID shutting down all the local derbies in Ontario, there was, there was nothing, nothing at all. And it killed me as a driver not to be on the track. Oh, mm-hmm. Every and, day I had to listen to him whine. And if it's killing me, I know it's killing every other driver just as bad. So we went out to put on a show for the drivers to get them seat time that year because everybody needs it right we're all going stir crazy yeah so we, we did that once yeah we were approached by one of our local tracks uh dave bittner came up called us and said you guys want to put a derby on come and chat with me and we're like yeah so okay. we did that show it was a huge success we had a great turnout and then two weeks later we have a phone call to do it at another track and we're like okay so i guess we're doing two shows this year which turned into a two-day show so we did three shows and Right it all middle. turned out to be a huge success, so yeah. we just that's awesome. Kind of ran with it. Yeah, we anticipated to like coming in 2021 uh, under Mad Dog Motorsports. That's what we ran our two shows last year, and uh, Devin was like, "Well, let's try to just get our local fare and and do our local fare, and that'll be like you know one show a year kind of thing." Yeah. And then we got a call from Impact 
um, and they said, you know what, we're thinking of retiring and we want to place an offer to you if you guys are interested in buying. And Devin and I just sat there going, what you don't just, pass up that opportunity. What just happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, we didn't even know what to say. We had to. We were driving when we got the call, and I had to pull over because we just sat on the side of the road. Going, you couldn't breathe. You were yeah. just. You were just. It hit you really uh, heavy because like, it was like, oh Whoa. yeah, yeah, out and of nowhere. This could change everything. Right. Like that's the thing, and and we've always talked about how we wish that things would change a little bit in Ontario because we felt that it was a little bit stagnant and it was on, it was cruise, just on control cruise control for a while. And we wanted to shake things up and no one was doing anything to shake anything up and add new features and stuff like that to it. And we just wanted to do that. And that's why we wanted to run like one show a year. Mm -hmm. And now, yeah, we were so busy. Our schedule is insane with, with the new venture with Impact. And we haven't even ran a show yet. And it's it's <laughs> it's crazy, crazy to think that this is what we're doing. And I think we yeah. need a, yeah, I think we need psychological evaluation because I don't know why we want to get into it, but it's fun. It's it's a completely different experience being on the other side of the wall. Yeah. Like, I f completely enjoy it. I, f oh, you get a lot of respect from the drivers, too, right? Like, when you're teching their cars and all that, you see which drivers respect you and which ones they're like, oh, you're just an asshole, you're making me cut. Mm -hmm. No, like, it's, oh, it's, just, it's a completely different experience, and I, oh, I really enjoy it. I have no idea why. It's stressful, like very, very stressful. People don't realize how much work goes into it, I think. It's not like you plan a show in right. a week. It I think in, I think until you become a promoter, I don't think you understand the. I always thought it was pretty easy until you. Do I don't it. think you understand how much work goes into it beforehand. Mm -hmm. All the answering questions, the tech questions, the, you know, just it's every single day. If you could take a peek at mine or Devin's, you're phone committed any day, to twenty hours a day of work. Yeah, easily on top of our yeah. regular. It's full -time your full time jobs. job when you're not at work. Yeah, it's a full time job when I'm at work. <laughs> I'll take a break and go over to my toolbox. But all right, I got to answer a whole bunch of tech questions. I, I get that. I haven't had a lunch break in years. Right? Yeah, I usually try to skip those or just yeah. keep working away. And but I don't. I, I don't think that drivers appreciate what goes into it until you actually start to do it. Because you know, you show up, you go through tech, you jump on the track, and you drive. And yep. um, there's a lot more. There's to a, it. a lot more to it and you definitely don't do it to become rich nope, nope. <laughs> and it's all the stuff that happens be behind the scenes too that nobody yeah. ever sees yeah and it, they're not yeah they're i don't think they're and having a great team makes does make life a lot easier doing this too yeah like we, we have, have an, an awesome team. team an amazing team and we started uh into this venture when we approached a few people that we wanted key people that we needed in our organization and uh, like Daniel LeBlanc for compacts, he's a, he has a wicked mind to build compacts. You should like, see this guy build a car. Like when he starts, it comes out as a shell out of a factory. There's not a bolt, there's not a wire, there's not a single thing in it. There's not a fender or a door, wow. it's a shell. And then he builds it from the ground up every single time. Yeah, so wow. he, he, having him on our tech team. He knows huge, him inside and out. Huge benefit. And then Reg Bonneau, hmm. uh having him as our V8 head tech. It's he's just built like, all there is to build, yeah. very, very smart man. There were just a few key people that we had to have in there and we've added in our family as a huge help as well like devin's sister she just runs with it we let her do all the registration organization oh, spreadsheets on spreadsheets on spreadsheets <laughs> she's she's loving it she's That's loving awesome. it and then our daughter is uh handling a lot of the media she we want her to document her whole first year so she's gonna be doing a lot of gopro photos footage and, and photos and stuff nice. and editing all that down to put into our you know, first year promotional video kind of thing. So she's 17 and she's taking a lot of audio video, uh, media interests and, interest and stuff. So she's doing all of that for us. And it's just, it's nice having that, that participation in that family event. Devin's support. mom, Devin's mom's basically our derby mom. She looks oh, after man. everything. She, the last show, us. she brought coolers full of sandwiches. 
Yeah. Oh, man. She spent like two days before the show making sandwiches, and we just ate sandwiches all day. Yeah, like, so that's a lot of work. It's it's yeah. nice. It's nice having that that family feeling when we're all together. And and then our our event manager uh, Josh Lambert Bambi, he he takes care of a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't have any clue about. And it's just it's nice having him there. He's got a little bit more uh, promotional or sorry um, uh, promo experience than us. So it's kind of nice that he's in there, but he's it's... also a huge helper for talking us off the ledge. Yes. <laughs> we'll call him up. Josh, we got a wicked idea. What do you think of this? He's like, well, uh... I don't know. <laughs> and then we also have one other person that I just want to mention um, really quick is Brian General. Okay. Brian yes. General is an amazingly uh, wonderful gift that we have. He's technically not an impact staff member, but he is one of our biggest supporters. He's the he biggest comes to... supporter of Demolition Derby and the world. Yeah. Easily. He comes he comes to all of our shows. He has no problem at all uh, telling people how he thinks that they're doing, what they need to do to do better, what they, you know, he's just such a huge promoter of the sport and mm-hmm. he loves it that much that he'll he'll see people on the track he loves and seeing people evolve. And he loves seeing them do better. And he'll walk up to someone and say, "You know what? You did amazing out there. You imp- you improved from the last time I saw you. You took this advice, you did that. Here, and hands them cash." And says that's for you and yeah he doesn't show up to a show without a pocket full of cash and he just walks on the track and you know what you deserve a mad dog here you go and hands him like two hundred dollars and he's just such a huge support yeah and and we're very blessed to have him in our corner to bounce ideas off of like our mad dog invitational we were talking to him about that he's just he's just like let's go so so what is that for anybody who's listening or watching so again we tried to do something that hasn't been done before I'm, I don't, to my knowledge, it hasn't been done in Ontario at least. So, I, through all our whole year, if you win a Mad Dog, you are invited to a Mad Dog Invitational. So we're gonna do a Weld Compact Heat, and it's you can only run if you want a Mad Dog. So it's gonna be a heat completely full of Mad Dog drivers. And it's free for them to enter. Free entry. We're giving a great payout. I'm giving nice. them a free car. Yep. That's so, so cool. Yeah, so we're going to have a heat of Mad Dog drivers. The that, fans are going to love it. That are going to be a Mad Dog. And there's no sandbagging on that heat. You'll automatically get your stick yeah, broke. Yeah, sandbag, I'm walking right out, breaking sticks, yeah. not even giving a chance. So if you've won a Mad Dog at any of our shows that we are going to be doing this year, you get to come at the end of the year and you get to junk your stuff. Well, for, and think of the think of the prize there. Mm-hmm. You get to be the Mad Dog for of the, the Mad Dogs. Yeah. yeah, you are the man. You are the top dog. I mean... That that's so awesome, yeah. right? Like that is bragging rights, if anything. Yeah, so we're gonna pull a car out and we're gonna give them either a Camry, a Camry or a Lumina, something like that. Yeah, so the winner gets good prize money and they get a car for next year. And we're pulling cool. cash out of our pocket to to fund it. Like we're just they're not paying anything. It's nothing for them. 100 free to enter and good payout. That's awesome. Try plus to get bring one something of our, new. Plus, I get one of our cool Mad Dog flags. Yep. So. <laughs> See, changing the game up in Canada. We're trying our best. Trying to, you know, stir things up, make it exciting. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, how did your guys' affiliate with um, Jeffy come along? Oh well, Jeffy is a Canadian boy. I'm sure everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. He grew up in a small town, just uh, kind of, I guess. Which way is it from us? So it's about an hour from us. About an hour and a half, yeah. Um, and when he met Robin and moved to the States, uh, it kind of left a little bit of a void in Canada and he needed to get parts back and forth across the border. Mm-hmm. And logistically, he called me one day and he was asking me a couple other questions about um, an event that was going on in New York. And he was asking me just some, you know, fill in information. 
And uh, he says to me, he goes, I need to get some parts over across the border. Do you think you can get in touch with Reg and see if I can store them at his place? And I said, well, Reg is like an hour from the border. I said, we're 10 minutes. Why don't you turn around and just store it at our place? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, okay. And yeah, that's and then so a week so later, you there's a 40 foot trailer work, in the yard. Sure. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, a week later, we have a trailer that's similar a to this. A 40 foot trailer in our yard yeah. full of parts. Yeah. And then, so now we basically distribute everything from mm-hmm. Jeffy. So Jeffy will ship, make everything, ship it all to Buffalo. We pop over the border, pick it up, import it into Canada, and then we package everything and get everything mailed out all, to all across Canada from, you know, out east all the way to BC, from Newfoundland to BC and Quebec. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we we distribute every part that goes out to anyone's hands and on in in Canada, it, it's gone through. And, and we've been pretty busy too, which again is a sign that the sport's evolving. It's growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last year, last October, Jeffy uh, split Jeffy's Fab Farm to Fab Farm USA and Fab Farm Canada. So now Devin and I solely run Fab Farm Canada and oh, cool. and and take care of all of that. So we field all of the Jeff calls. Jeff does not have enough time. He doesn't. So he's <laughs> dealing with all of the U.S. because he's just one guy. Yeah. So he's yeah. dealing I with I think all people forget that. They see they the do. brand and forget that there's only yeah. one person. Yeah. They get the upset. Well, my headers weren't done. Do you have any idea how many hours this guy works? I've been there. I've been at the shop. I've worked with him. Oh, we get at the shop me, at 7 o'clock in the morning. Back we don't go like, home till 2. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say he's messaged me back at like 2 or 3 in the morning before. I'm like, Yeah, that's yeah. when we're quitting time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so now we take over everything in Canada. So every single question, troubleshooting, technical support, uh, Takes orders, weight off his shoulders. just to take that weight off his shoulders because he can't continue with both countries. So now we do all of Canada, and uh, he does all the U.S. We do what we can to help him succeed. Yeah, we're doing everything we can because we believe in his product yeah. so strongly. And team we, Fab Farm. We think it's uh, Team No Sleep. That's what it is. That's one hundred percent that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the added perk for you, Devin. You always got parts sitting there ready to go. Well, in, in a pinch. Actually, let's qualify that because we technically are staff or minions, as we like to call it, because we're Jeffy's minions, we usually don't get our parts Uh, for a long time. We usually usually, make sure everybody else is taken. We usually sacrifice, but Jeffy always comes in well in advance. I need this. (laughs) Don't rush. Take care of the orders on the board first. Just let you know I need this. But But he always comes through. We always always tell him. Yeah, I just need need an adapter to put an LS in a. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) See, in that day that I did that, Jeffy delivered my harness up to me and drove nine and a half hours to do it. And install it. Drove up, installed it, and turned around and drove back home. Yeah. That's 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 just that's just Jeffy right there. That is. Like that is you say customer service sucks? Prove it. Yeah. Who does an eighteen hour turn and burn to deliver a part? Yeah. So actually, I want to have you talk about that project because I I'm, I kind of glazed over that, but you became a viral derby <laughs> sensation for a, a good while there. And tell tell everybody about what it was that you did. So I belong to all the W Body Derby pages on Facebook, and I saw a lot of questions. Everybody, Have we ever put a five three in Illumina? Has anybody ever done it? Well, it's been asked for years and years, and nobody ever answered. Mm-hmm. So we called Jeff and said, Jeff, I'm going to do this, and he's like. It's a little crazy let's let's do it he's like that's gonna be awesome so christy found the car online i went and bought bought it pulled the motor scrapped it and then yeah spent some time manufacturing the axles yeah. the spindles and everything to fit it was a lot of making it was a mounts. lot of research into figuring out how to cram that five three into it fits not well tight. but it fits it fits and there's a lot of challenges with the way that the front wheel drive ls works 
So there was a lot of challenges making sure, and Jeffy had to make some fabrication to. Yeah, we had to make uh, a throttle body ma or yeah. adapter plate. Yeah. We had to, I, like I said, I had to fabricate all every motor mount other than the one. Only one of them fit. Wow. So I had to fabricate every other motor mount. And yeah, it was it was great. Like first test drive, oh. I put it in reverse and stand on it. The rear tires would be off the ground until it off the gas. I saw the video. It was so nuts. Was, that was all over. Like I was doing, there was tire tracks all over my driveway. Yeah, he couldn't stop playing with it. <laughs> it, it was fun. Well, you got to break it on in your yard before you get on the track. It didn't break in the yard. It took no, a you full have to break track shot from a Lincoln to, bro to yeah. break it. No. Yeah. Oh. yeah the, the problem is, is that we ran it in a class that you can't have any driveline protection at oh, okay. all. No cradles, no nothing. So we you know as well as I do, if you're, the, if you're out there with something different, something new, you want to be the one to take it out. Yep. So it is what it is. I'm not mad about it. No, I would have done the exact same thing. So do you still have the car? The car's gone. I still have the drivetrain, all the parts to make it happen again. I have more Luminous. It will happen again. Yeah, we will run it again. We just want to run it in a class that we can put some protection on it because the the those transmissions are a little. It's completely different, and they're hard to find. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're they're a little they're like expensive. we spent. So, well, yeah, we spent seven hundred dollars fixing that transmission to put it in the car to make it run. That's cheap. Which was cheap, but mm -hmm. then first hit the transmission brakes and you're like oh. yeah snap the bell all pieces i'm like oh that's not good wow everybody yeah. messaged me oh you blew all the axles too much power for those axles the axles were fine yeah they stayed in which the was tranny exploded mm -hmm. but but it was fun it, it was like it was amazing and i think one of the biggest honors to me was having the siopas share it and having like siopa racing share this and it, i can still remember uh getting that notification that siopa racing shared it and it had like a little fire emoji yeah. and then the little hard eyes and i was just like i like seeing the ones uh, where they share it awesome. like damn canadians <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like they did the little fire things and he goes canadians and i was just like oh my gosh that's siopas yeah yeah i'm gonna so. say that video is all over facebook it's still yeah. to this and day still, shared, i still yeah. see it around and we're yeah. still getting likes and comments on it every day yeah that's yeah. so cool we get people messaging us all the time how did you do this how did you do that and we'll you know what the thing I'll, is, is i'll tell you how i did it yeah and we don't we don't keep that stuff a secret if you want to know something you want to know how to build something we're the first to yeah. do it because it just betters the sport i tried it i made the track i didn't last long but i made the track so i count that as a win if somebody else wants to do it and do it better absolutely Go ahead. do it we'll yeah. stand there and cheer for you i want to see this perfected yeah if it's not by me that's fine i want to see it done yeah Hundred percent. That that's just vouches for your guys' true passion for the sport. Absolutely, we just want to see the sport keep moving further, right? That's awesome. Uh, do you have any? I, I kind of missed this when we were talking about your promoting side of things. Do you have any advice or tips you would like to give to the people that are potentially going to run one of your events? Oh, that's a good question. Don't cheat; you're going to get caught. That is true. We tech the car. We don't tech the driver. I don't care um, what numbers on the door. I don't care what roof signs on the cut on the top. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you're getting tech the exact same way and build to the rules. Yep. The rules are there, and if you actually read the rules, we give a lot of leeway to people to interpret them. You can them, build a great car. And you can build an amazing competitive car. And if you actually took the time to read them, I think that you would be very successful. Yes. And, um, and I leave room in certain areas for creativity because I don't want cookie cutter cars. Yeah. Yes. I don't want everybody out there to be the exact same because that's boring. Yep. I want to see your creativity. I want to see what you can do. Yeah. That so stand I think, out. So I think it's just like you know, if you have questions, come see us. Yep. Come, 
send us a message, send one of our head techs a message. Reg is the first one that will offer information and, and help people with anything that they have from their figure eight cars to their V8s and that sort of stuff uh, to compacts. And and same with Devin. I, I see Devin say to people, hey, you don't understand what I'm talking about in text? Come on over, stop yeah. at the house, I'll show There's you. There's a car in the air, I'll show you. Take yeah. pictures if you need to. Yeah, and he'll That's send awesome. pictures. He sends like pictures, he's got all these different pictures with all these little things Like people are talking about. Even just your picture that you have of the, the Cavalier with the, yeah, the frame, the subframe. and you're trying to explain to people. He's like, brace here or cut here. And the funniest thing up, up north is that they were never allowed frame shortening. So people are like sending him messages going, so I can cut to here. And Devin's like, you no, can cut, cut to further. here. And they're like, uh, to here. And he's like, yes, to here. And he keeps drawing a line and they're on panicking. the thing. You're like, and they're well, like, I can't fix that. I know, but trust me, it's going to work. It's going to work. <laughs> You're going to like it. You're going to like it. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's, yeah. If, biggest advice just do it and have fun biggest and, advice is ask questions yeah. you'll be surprised how many people will let you know will, will answer your questions and give you advice and some of them will just tell you their street their secrets mm -hmm. yep i i i'd much rather be cutting at home than at the track exactly. absolutely because yeah. if it takes me more than two times through tech then i should have probably wasn't reading the rules you don't get two th <laughs> times through tech at our show no oh, really that's nope. see that's a good thing to know once you get one shot again there's yeah, no one multiple retech. times to retech doesn't happen that way you just get one like shot only yeah, TJ, you, get one, you, get, you get one chance yeah. To, yeah. to make your like when you come over and i tell you to cut three inches and you cut two sorry you have one shot fix it right yeah. yeah, and we also have that rule that if you're not there by the time that, like, tech closes at a specific time, yes. and if you're not there, you don't get tech. We're you strict on trailer. starting the show on time. That's good. Cause yeah. You got to keep to that, because anytime you let things start slipping, it just always Everybody gets, takes, it gets amplified the next time. Yeah, yeah, you give them an inch, they take a mile. Yeah, if you, um, if you have, if you say it's three inches for this plate, and they do three and a quarter, you can't let Stop it go. Stop pushing it. Yep. Yeah, yep, they're rules for a reason. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. I got one last question for you. And I didn't tell you this one in advance because I kind of want it coming right from the heart, right from the hip. What does Derby mean to you? Family. Derby's life. Derby's life. <laughs> That's it. Derby, I have to say, Derby is Devin's life. We live, breathe Derby. That is our life. But to me, it's family. I it think is. Family the, is amazing. The amount of people that we have met through this sport is just immeasurable. The amount of support that we've had from what I call Derby family is amazing. Um, the we can go to any state and make one phone call and there'd be a driver, a fellow driver there to help us every single time. Yeah. That's so cool. Like the relationships and friendships we've, the Derby family we have built is insane. And I'm very grateful every day I get up and I'm so grateful to have that. Like, it's just, I, I thank, you know, uh, I thank God that we have that. I thank our friends. I thank our family that we have the ability to get out of bed and do what we love and, and have our passion. And we have the amazing support from so many people. Um, and, and just people just send us messages out of the blue. I can't wait to run your show. I can't wait to meet you guys. I can't wait for you to come and run. Can you please come and run our show? And it's I want to be on the track with you one day. Yeah, it's a bucket list to be on the track with you. And it's That's just cool. how cool is that? It, it's just it's it's overwhelming it hits you sometimes. It does. Yeah. Like there's times that I'll I'll send um I'll get a message and I, I I read it to Devin and I just sit there and I feel like I'm gonna like you know well up with tears because it's like I can't believe the support that that we as derby drivers or we as Devin and I have um and I just really can't say enough thank you 
thank you to everybody and thank you to you know people like yourself that give us the opportunity to come on and to speak to the world you know we're just from a little tiny town in ontario and <laughs> here we are down in maryland sitting talking to alex vasco and having you know you're talking to derby world right now right yeah. well i'm talking to everybody on the derby world and it's it's just such an honor and and we definitely carry that on our sleeve um we a hundred percent would give like we don't think we're here and no. everyone's here like we're right in that trench with you we're doing what we can and we will promote this sport um in any possible way we can yeah any way we can we'll promote this sport and we'll we'll do everything we can to get our drivers on the track uh and we have a whole ton that we're supposed to be coming down to run this year at bash that had never done it before and mm -hmm. we're just so excited to have that influx of canadians coming down to new york coming down to ohio and it's just bash was going to be off cool the chain this year with canadians yeah Fortunately, didn't work out. Yeah, yeah in 2022, we're going to come down and take over again. But <laughs> Canadian invasion. That's yeah. it. But it's family. That's what it is to us. That's 100%. awesome. We're grateful. Well, thank you again, guys. Appreciate your time to come on here and tell your story. Thank, thank you, you so much, Give us a little bit of your heart. We really appreciate that so much. And there's mm -hmm. Jeffy just pulled in. So. Oh, I wonder how much I would have to pay him to sit here for oh, half an hour. Oh, he'd come and sit here with you 100%. I'm sure he could some time in. <laughs> if you're going to do that, I'd do it now, though. Yeah, it's good down before he sets up. Yeah, before he sets up, Rich, you'll never get him. All but right. 100% we'll get Jeffy over here, and he can come over and chat with you. All right. So, well, th well, well, thank you, guys. You're very welcome. So there you go, Derby World. Devin, Christy, Germain coming to you here on Derby Chat. We got Jeffy. Photobombing. Yes. <laughs> thank you, sir. Don't go far. Why? We'll chat. <laughs> so if you guys like this, definitely give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe, wherever you're watching this or listening it. Really appreciate your time. All for him racing videos. Check us out on YouTube. All the number four him racing videos. And where can get people find you guys? Uh, you can find us at impactmotorsports.ca. You can find us on Facebook uh, at Impact Motorsports. Um, Mad Dog Motorsports on Facebook as well. Yep, that's we're we're all around. All right, reach out to these guys. They're changing things up in Canada. It'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. We appreciate you. you having the time for us today. All right, no problem. Thank you, guys.